The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are some people that make their work just another thing they have to do. And there are those that make their work something that they want to do. Welcome to Working on Purpose with your host, Elise Cortez. In our program, we provide guidance and inspiration from those people who have found deeper meaning and personal connection to their work life. It's beyond 9 to 5. It's Working on Purpose. Now, here is your host, Elise Cortez. Welcome back to the Working on Purpose show. Thanks for tuning in again this week. I'm your host, Elise Cortez, joining from Dallas, Texas, which is home base for me. This program is all about helping people more meaningfully and productively connect with their work and equipping organizations to do the same for their employees. So I bring on guests who have a particular perspective or experience that I think expands the conversation about meaningful and productive work. And I often draw on the meaning work research that I've conducted over the last 15 years, as well as my own consulting experience, including the work that I do today at Insidium, which is a global management consulting firm. I'll get to the program in just a second, but let me thank my media partner and sponsor, Jobbing.com. They are the leading locally focused job board in the nation, and they are dedicated to helping employers find quality talent in their own backyard while giving job seekers control over their search so they can find work close to home. Thank you, Jobbing.com. Great partnership. Last week, if you missed the show, we were on the air with Sherry Elliott Yuri, who is an author, speaker, coach, and trainer in the area of human resources and talent management. She is the author of Ties to Tattoos, Turning Generational Differences into Competitive Advantage, and also You Can Have It All, Just Not All at Once. In keeping with the Thanksgiving holiday, we talked about the power of gratitude in our relationships across life and at work and certainly as leaders. It was a great conversation and a great way to host or coast right into the Thanksgiving preparatory activities of the eve. With us this week is Tanya Waring, who is a top infomercial host, QVC guest, and has sold over $50 million on TV. She is the best-selling author of The Power of Manifesting. She is the founder of Manifesting Mindset and teaches executives, entrepreneurs, and everyday people how to get what they want in business and life using a proprietary manifesting process. We'll be talking about her own background and how she discovered the manifesting process for herself, cover a few of the key secrets from her book, The Power of Manifesting, and hear about how manifesting makes a difference in the lives of people she's worked with as well as in leadership. Tanya joins us today from Prosper, Texas. Tanya, welcome to Working on Purpose. Elise, thank you so much for having me here today. It's a pleasure. Isn't it fun? I have been so looking forward to this conversation with you, and I've got your book in front of me, and I want to extract as much wisdom from you as I possibly can. So are you ready? I am so ready. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, good. Okay, well, before we get into your book or anything else, how you do your actual work, I think it would make a lot of sense for, for you to share with your listeners just what it is that you do. How do you present yourself in terms of who you are as a professional, as a human being walking the planet? How would you introduce yourself? Well, I think the fundamental way I would introduce myself is a consultant to innovative world changers. I absolutely love working with people who have creative ideas and are and have a burning desire to make a difference in the world. Mm, I sound like a good good camp of people for, to work with to me. 
how do you find these people? Are they, do they just, do you manifest them? Do you, do they just show up? How do you find them? Well, in a lot of ways I do manifest them. Uh, I was in a parking lot and a gentleman pulled up next to me and I asked him if I was in the right place or if I might get a ticket because it was for a longer event. And we started talking and he told me that he has an organic soil amendment that will grow plants by 30% without using all those nasty chemicals. And immediately I was intrigued. I invited him to come in for a strategy session and we eventually became business partners as well as a consultant for him. So when we set our mindset for what we're really here to do, Elise, and that is we have life work. And then when we put ourselves out there, those opportunities will present themselves, whether it's manifesting or just taking a step-by-step action as we go along. I, of course, am hanging on every word of all this. You know I love this, and I absolutely believe it as well, and and do my best to walk it. Of course, I can always use more help to continue that process, but I do my best to walk it. Um, I would love it next, if you can, for our listeners who maybe don't know a lot about what is manifesting, and maybe what you could do is just share with us a little bit about from your own life. I know you started, I think you wrote uh, in 2001, your life plan and almost everything in that plan came to be with a couple, maybe one exception or two. So maybe if you would share that experience with the listeners and help us understand really what is manifesting. Well, I had a huge aha moment in a class that I took in 1993. And it was really about we each have a white canvas to paint our life with. And it's about creating your life versus just allowing things to happen to us. And I was 23 at the time, and I really just thought things were going to happen as they were. And I was really not at cause in my life. When I had the awareness that I could truly create the life that I desire, I set out to start asking myself what it is that I really wanted. And at 2001, I was at a pretty low spot. Uh, My marriage was not going great. I had two children. Uh, looking at bankruptcy and foreclosure at that time. And sometimes we get caught in that muck. But what I really envisioned for myself was being a spiritual leader, making a difference for other people, being affluent, wealthy, uh, respected, loving what I do, having passion for my day and my work. And that is really how I live my life today. And I now have three teenagers And I live in the home that I love. I have a great relationship with their father, my children. We call it the drama-free zone. And if I can do it, I know that anybody can do it out there. Oh, my gosh. I have to say a couple things about this really quick for for our listeners, Tanya. First, when you talk about you were not a cause in your life, one of the things that I know, because I've heard myself say it before as well, and I have hear other people say it is, well, I can't go after my dreams because I'm so busy just trying to get through my life today. I'm just, I'm busy. I've got kids to take care of. I've got to get to work and ah, I can't, I can't make my dreams come true kind of thing. And so what I want to call out and what you said is when you, when you recognized you were not being a cause in your life. What I happen to know is that most of us, many of us have this reactionary stance to life. We react to what comes our way and we just try to survive and get through the day. And we live in what I call the autopilot zone. We just do things in a routine fashion over and over again. And that's how we tend to roll through life. You are talking about something totally different. Will you say a bit more about this notion of being a cause in your own life? 
Well, being a cause in your life is really a courageous move. It's easy to sit back and allow life to happen and start complaining and do, go along with everybody else in society. When you're at cause in your life, you're really set drawing a line in the sand and saying, this is how it's going to go for me. And most of the time, we're going against the belief systems that we were born into with our family and friends. We're going against the belief systems of society. As an example for myself as a single mom, most single moms are upset with their ex, their kid's uh, father uh, or or mother in many cases. We're we're living in a society that allows us to be upset with everything and that we are owed something or we owe something. And to be a cause in your life is to really understand that you are self-responsible. You're taking 100% responsibility for how your life is going to go. You're giving up owing anybody anything and you're giving up that anybody else owes you anything. And you're coming from a pure standpoint of creation and creativity to design your life exactly as you want it to go. Okay, so to further presence that, Tanya, I think it might be interesting and useful. You you, you kind of, I would consider the way you described what you went through in terms of um, losing your real estate business and, and even on the brink of bankruptcy. Um, I think it would be interesting for our listeners to hear a little bit more if you could talk a bit about what was what was that experience like um, for you. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, wow, that would just be devastating. How in the world did you get out of that? And then if you can, just a little bit of the process that you went through to to manifest out of it, if that's the right way to say it. Absolutely. So in that moment when... I had virtually lost everything, bankruptcy, foreclosure, divorce. Um, it's, it was a moment, about two-week moment of where I just laid in bed wondering, how am I going to get myself out of this? I had put out 200 resumes. There weren't a lot of people hiring at that time, and it seemed pretty bleak. What I did in the past was I'm a go-getter. I'm a positive thinker, I take action, I'm undeterred, I'm tenacious. At this moment in time, I really didn't have access to any of that. And that was the greatest blessing. Because for the first time, I actually looked outside of myself to a higher power, a higher universe to create what it was that I wanted. So after about two weeks of lying in bed, depressed, not knowing what to do, all of a sudden it hit me. I was looking through the newspaper and there are many jobs that just didn't fit my personality type. And I thought, you know, wouldn't it be great if I had a job that I absolutely loved, something I could sell that I believed in. And it hit me so hard that I stood up off the couch and I said, look, God, I'm smart, I'm beautiful, and I'm talented. And I want something that you will bring me that I can sell that has full integrity that I believe in 100%. And I do not believe it was any accident that a week later, a friend of mine called and said, there's this company called My Pillow, and they really need you. And at that moment, that's what I needed was to be needed, to feel like someone needed my skill set because I was feeling pretty down. 
And when I met with Mike Lindell of my pillow, it was such a great fit. And that is when I went in with that company that led me to writing one of the most profitable newspaper ads that had me become the top infomercial host that had me do over 30 guest appearances on QVC, things I could have never predicted that were so far beyond my imagination and what I could have created on my own. But it came from that crystal clarity of what I wanted and a burning desire. And that is when the magic happened. Okay, so you were able to, here's what's interesting from what I'm hearing from you, Tanya. You were able to do this within the power of your own mind and spirit. Nobody else had to help you. Nobody else helped me. It was allowing things to come in, paying attention to that higher self, that intuitive side, because it really didn't look like an opportunity that I wanted. I wasn't really asking for a pillow. I wasn't, you know, really what I had in my mind. I don't know what that would have been. But when I really listened to that higher voice, my pillow was exactly it. And it has led me in so many great places, even beyond that time. Um, What I'm experiencing now is still a direct result of, of that asking to have something that I believed in to sell. And tapping into that higher source is something that I've, a skill that I've honed and mastered and bring into my daily life. And I'm blessed to teach others how to do this because it is a step-by-step process. That's exactly what was occurring to me as you were, as you were starting to talk about that, Tanya, is that you have inculcated into yourself this skill, this, this, this way of navigating through life, this mindset. And, and I can see how you were able to then draw on that to be able to help manifest this new possibility for yourself. And that's part of what I wanted to make sure that I thought that I, I heard about what you were saying, but was sure to be able to make sure our, our listeners got it as well. In other words, the good news is they can learn it too and be able to do something similar in their own lives. And I want them to be encouraged by that. Absolutely. And before this, I had a lot of ups and downs in my life. I had those moments where I would manifest and it would be great and then it would go away and and I really didn't understand the process. It it happened by happenstance, but I hadn't clearly defined exactly how I did that until uh, that moment where I stood up off the couch. And as I started to look back about 6 months later and how all this had transpired for me, I I got the step-by-step step of exactly what I did. And that is what has had me be successful and be able to teach others. So it's pretty exciting. Well, it's very exciting, which is a big reason I wanted to have you on the show. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was going to ask you another question. Go ahead. I was going to say it really is my love and passion to teach people how to manifest. That is just, it lights me up and something that I will be doing for the rest of my life. I really believe that is my purpose. Oh my gosh, you get to live and work for your purpose. That's fantastic. Um, Well, I'm also curious. I know on your website you talk about this, and you and I spoke about this in one of our calls. Somewhere along the line or the path that you chose, you got into feng shui. So first, if you could tell us what that is, for listeners that don't know what it is, and then why did that draw you in? Well, feng shui is a 3,000 to 5,000-year-old Chinese tradition. It's an art and science of really arranging your home and office to support what it is that you want in your life. And when I had my first daughter, 
uh, her dad had mentioned feng shui and I thought, wow, this is crazy. I don't really resonate with that. And lo and behold, I was walking into a Barnes and Noble and went right to the feng shui section and I picked up the books. And as I was reading them, I'm thinking, wow, this is, this makes sense to me. I know this. I know this information. I took a two-year apprenticeship. Feng shui is a form of manifesting. It's creating Mm. an environment on an energetic level. And the four guiding principles are, one, everything is energy. Two, your intention is most important. Three, your space reflects your life, almost like a blueprint. And four, use nature as your model. Nature Uh, ebbs and flows, nature dies off and rebirths. So when we start to look through that lens of those four guiding principles and we start to shift the energy in our home through the power of intention, which is like manifesting, things started to happen for me and my clients that I just couldn't deny the power of. So that is how I got into feng shui. I was going to ask how it is, how it shows up for you in your work, and I can see the connection now, but do you actually go into people's environments and help them in terms of the feng shui, uh, however you, I don't know how to say it. Uh, A consultation. I have been doing feng shui for the last 20 years, so I've consulted with business owners, I've consulted with homeowners. One example, I was called into a law office and the founding partner was having conflicts with a junior partner. And when we started to look at their environment, the junior partner is in what I would call a command position. So he felt this air of authority naturally. She was in a more compromised position towards the front door, which gave her the status of um, an assistant, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So in this, the, in the same way that this can happen in a home is if children are in a command position over the parents. And for some reason, energetically, it gives those in a lower position this air of authority, but it also makes them feel insecure because they know they should not be in control. Mm-hmm. So that is just one of the many ways that we can use feng shui, reposition people and get them in the right position so everybody feels good naturally. And the better we feel in our space, in our environment, the better we're going to do in our business, the more effective we're going to be, and the happier we're going to be in our homes. Makes complete sense to me, Tanya. And a perfect way to send us into our first break. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. We are on the air with Tanya Waring, who is a top infomercial host, QVC guest, and has sold over $50 million on TV. She is the best-selling author of The Power of Manifesting. She's also the founder of The Manifesting Mindset and teaches executives, entrepreneurs, and everyday people how to get what they want in business and life using her proprietary manifesting process. She joins us today from Prosper, Texas. We've been talking about how she got into this business and what, how it is that she actually brings it to life for her clients. After the break, we're going to talk about some of those secrets from her book about how to manifest. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. Life Radio with Victoriously Speaking helps you to see life's issues in a new light, offering insight, solutions, and resources in order to gain knowledge about a variety of life's issues. The stories will stir up some questions, tears, and or laughter, but hopefully it will change the way you look at your own life, situations, and the lives of others. Tune in to Life Radio in order to live independently for excellence on Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. The White House Doctor Makes House Calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Elise. A-L-I-S-E at EliseCortez.com Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. If you're just joining us, my guest is Tanya Waring, who is a top infomercial host, QVC guest, and has sold over $50 million on TV. She's the best-selling author of The Power of Manifesting. She's also the founder of The Manifesting Mindset and teaches executives, entrepreneurs, and everyday people how to get what they want in business and life using a proprietary manifesting process. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. So before the break, Tanya, we were talking a bit about just how in the world you got into this amazing business that you're in and your own experience with it. For this next segment, I really want to position for our listeners some of the, the, the juiciness that you have in your book and really give them something that they can walk out of the show being able to use and put in practice for themselves. So your book, let me just say the whole name here so people actually get present to it. It's called The Power of Manifesting, Six Secrets to Create, Manifest, and Get What You Want. So I thought it would be useful just to kind of, you've got six secrets there. Can we just talk through them a bit and presence them a bit for our listeners? So number one is get clear on what you want. Yes. And I just want to tell your listeners that if you were ever to grab a pen and paper, this is the time to do it. So (laughs) this process works in every area of your life. And step one is to get clear on what you want. Most of the time, we are not crystal clear on what it is that we want. So when I'm consulting with clients, they usually have three, four, five different ideas that they're toying with. And having that dispersed energy is not going to move them forward in a defined way. 
and getting clear on what we want or asking ourselves, what do I really want is one of the most difficult questions we'll ever ask ourselves because there are infinite possibilities. So I like to get people clear by really looking at what is it that they love to do, what brings them the most joy, what keeps coming around for them in their life pattern. Like they might have an opportunity, say no, the opportunity shows up in a different way, they say no, the same opportunity shows up again, maybe looking a little differently, and maybe they're ready to say yes at that point. That's how we start to get clear. So really quick on that one, just to peel that down just a little bit further for me, because I've, I've been thinking about this for myself, Tanya, as well, frankly, mm-hmm. um, is when uh, that clarity piece, I mean, how clear do we need to get? Do I need to actually have, you know, the, the, the face drawn out of the people that I want to meet and manifest in my life? What do you mean by clarity? So there's a number of ways to get really clear. And when you talk about having that face, yes, that picture, the emotional feeling to it. So I love vision boards. Vision boards will help us get clear from an emotional and pictorial uh, perspective. Another thing that I use are called get statements, great expectations today. And it's not, and these were founded by my mentor, Gary Barnes. And in get statements, what we're looking at is what do I want to receive? not how am I going to make it happen. So let's start with income. And you might say, I receive 4,000 or more uh, per month consistently. And as we write that every single day, and because we're writing what it is that we want, we're involving our kinesthetic, visual, and auditory selves. We're writing it out kinesthetically. We're seeing it on the paper and we're hearing it in our mind. This is one way that we activate the reticular activation system, which really starts to have these opportunities show up for us. They're almost invisible until we reprogram our mind. And that's what get statements do. The other thing that get statements do is they also get us clear on what we want. I remember when I first started writing these, I wrote down that I wanted a shiny, gleaming white car. Well, after about two weeks of writing this, I realized that wasn't what was most important to me. There were so many other things. So that went off my get statement list. And I I focused on other things that were more in alignment, more uh, exactly of what I wanted. And so that clarity through writing uh Writing what your ideal day looks like. What does your dream life look like? Picking a moment 18 months ahead of where you're at right now. 18 months is really a great manifesting time frame because it puts us in conscious activity to receive it. But it also uh, isn't so far ahead that it puts us into procrastination. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So it gives us enough time to gestate and manifest it without being so far ahead that we forget about it. Okay, that was a great way to bring that to full color for our listeners. Thank you, Tanya. That was wonderful. All right, you ready to go to secret number two? Absolutely. Okay, so I have it down as ask and it is given. Number two. Yes, ask and it is given. So remember when I was talking about that moment on the couch where I had absolute clarity? Then what I did is I stood up and I asked out loud, I don't 
it doesn't matter what your religious background is, what your spiritual background is. It's ask out loud or in writing. And that is where we really tap into the mysterious universe that we live in. Um, However that happens for us, when we are asking, it's like the universe conspires to support us in having that happen. And that moment of clarity then gets ignited. The flames are fanned. That burning desire grows. And we're being very specific and asking for exactly what we want. Oh, my gosh. I just... I had a memory of something that happened over the weekend and if it makes sense later on and we have time I'll share it but it's longer than I want it to be and I want this segment to be about you but I just want you to know just how that landed so squarely on me Tanya thank you just got that Um, okay ready for number three yes number three surrender to that higher voice yes and this is where our intuition plays a role this is not always what makes sense to us. Our logical mind is always wanting to make sense of everything that we do, be in charge, that ego. Ego is is a wonderful thing. However, it often prevents us from accessing all the resources that are available to us. So when we get clear on what we want, we ask for it. That is the moment where we start tuning in and surrender to that higher voice. Because once we've asked, whether it's our divine guidance team, whether it's um, the mysterious universe at play guiding and directing us or our own higher self, that is what we want to do and pay attention to. So when I went to work for my pillow, it wasn't necessarily what my logical mind would have done, but there was something inside of me that kept saying, this is it. This is what there is to do. This is what there is to follow. This is the direction you're going to go. So we really have that choice that uh, comes to us, Elise, and that choice is, am I going to follow my logical mind or am I going to turn myself over to faith? and to follow what's in my gut, in my heart, in my soul to do? Am I willing to be that courageous, to look goofy to other people? And it reminds me of something that Abraham Hicks, uh, I read years ago, that says there's, there's, um, there are no leaders. There, oh, shoot. I wish I had that quote. It just popped out of my head. Um, there aren't a lot of people on the leading edge. Like nobody, when you're on the leading edge, nobody's going to come and, and support you. They're mostly going to look at you like you're crazy. And then you go do it anyway. And the moment that you have success, they're like, oh, I knew her when. I knew when she was this. I knew when he was that. And, and then you get everybody else behind you. So that's where the courage comes, comes in. I got to go one more layer here on this one again, Tanya. And I'm thinking about all those people out here that are listening. One of the great things that I so love about hosting this show is that I enjoy listeners literally across the globe. And I know that, uh, let's call that it probably an even half of them, or maybe a little less than half of them, have more of that, um, uh, what was, let's call it a very logical engineer sort of mindset that is you know, focused on the rational here and now. How do you help them get around this notion of jumping into that leap of faith? So just to preface this, Elise, I have a math degree and computer science minor. (laughs) Awesome. Fantastic. I didn't know. I am very much science-minded, logical-minded, and it's a wonderful gift to have. 
Mm-hmm. I remember this moment. I cannot tell you what year, but it's almost like I knew that I would, if I went down that logical, intellectual side of myself, I would always be processing a lot of data and a lot of information to make sense of things. And I would always be focused on learning more, 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 more. However, if I stepped into and surrendered to that higher voice and started really tuning into my intuition, that I would have a life that was far more peaceful, far more mindful, joyful, engaging, intriguing, mysterious. And so at that moment, I did surrender to my intuitive self. And I have found that to be very true in my life, having come from that logical engineering built companies and divisions between engineering and salespeople to now living in this intuitive realm. I really don't watch TV. I don't read the newspaper. I get... Uh, my information from my higher self. And it's a very blissful place to live from. That was a great way to bridge that. And I did not know that that was what your education was in. So thank you for that. That was, that was yummy and gorgeous. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So secret number four then, and this makes complete sense. If we're going to be talking about working from intuition, the next step then, or the next secret is take inspired action. Yes. And so inspired action, inspired is in spirit. And again, it's just taking action in alignment with yourself. And it does take time to develop uh, the courage to keep taking action that's inspired versus logical. Mm -hmm. And so for most of us, it's baby steps. We'll put our toe in the water and we'll, we'll take a leap of faith on one thing and we'll discover that it turns out great. That it really goes in that direction. Now, one caveat to taking inspired action is sometimes we'll get this inspiration and go back to uh, the person that I met with the organic soil amendment. He got an inspired action. I told him, you know, start looking for opportunities, ask for an opportunity and pay attention. It's going to come in. And he said, Tanya, I knew this thought was so different from other thoughts I had that I had to pull my car over and take notes. And he started writing notes and it was for retail of his product. Well, we, we started moving down the pathway of retail for his product. And that led to commercial and industrial uh, connections And what we discovered with those industrial uh, commercial connections is that it was time to put the retail side on the side. So our inspired action will lead us in one or two steps along the way. It doesn't always mean that we're meant to fulfill them. And it doesn't always mean that inspired actions, those higher thoughts, are going to lead us to success. That's not what it's about. It's about personal growth and development, business development. However, As we move along that path and we look back, we can always see that it was perfect timing and it really led to our overall good and the best for us and humanity. Whatever's the best for you is going to be best for the world that you can count on and that the world, the universe, the mysterious is always working in your favor. So take that leap, follow the inspired action. 
logically it might be, you know what, I should be working nine to five today. But your inspired thought might be, you know what, I feel like going out in nature today. I feel like taking time for a rest. And in that rest time, you'll have an inspired thought that makes your work so much easier and more productive and effective. I really appreciate how you how you brought that into being there because I, the inspired piece is important. So was the action wherever the, what I got from that was movement. I mean, there's some kind of and it's the energy piece, I guess you're talking about, right? Yes, that's what I got from that. Okay. Yes. Okay, number five, received to overflowing. So received to overflowing is really about when we ask and it's given. Most of the time, it's it, it's always given. And most of the time, we just don't see it because we're not willing to receive it. We're not willing to have it be easy. We think everything that comes to us has to be gotten through hard work. And I'll give you another example. I had a client who had put out 32 um, loan applications to different banks. They had a, a business, a franchise that had a lot of income coming in in April because it was a tax business and they were wanting a loan to be able to expand before that money came in and they were turned down all the time. And he called and he said, I'm looking for $400,000. I said, well, you want to go the manifesting way or you want to go the hard work way? He goes, well, let's (laughs) manifest it, right? And so I told him to start writing checks. And so he started writing these checks for $400,000. The a couple, another thing is he told me he needed the money by February, but he really didn't need the money until uh, later in the year. And I said, well, you're pushing the universe. Let's get an alignment and give yourself enough time. The other thing that I had a sense of is that the banks wanted collateral. He just needed to write his proposals differently. So we talked about that. 10 o'clock the next morning, he calls me. He's so excited. He goes, oh, we're putting together a presentation. Oh, me and my nephew are working on it. It's super exciting. We're having lots of fun with it. Well, then his brother walked in and his brother was looking at them doing the presentation and said, really, this is a great investment. I want to be your investor. And so he calls me about 1030 and he says, great news. My brother wants to be an investor, but I don't want the money from my brother. I want it from a bank. What should I do? And I said, say yes. It's a receiving issue. At that mm-hmm. point, right? Mm-hmm. As then, within 24 hours, he had his the money he had put out to 32 different banks, right? And so many times it arrives, and maybe it's red, but we say, "Oh, I want blue," or "Oh, it didn't happen the way I wanted it to." When we open up the spigot to receiving and knowing that you really have a divine birthright right to be affluent. Affluence is a gift and affluence can be made through competition, which is the negative side that most of us have seen and the main reason why we don't want to receive. But when affluence is out of creativity and we can really create that for ourselves and receive it and receive it in great abundance, our life flows And those around us flow and we're happy and we're joyful and things work. Let me give you another example of that same story. 
Because Tanya, I- Tanya, hold on just a sec. I want to I want to make sure and get that example beautifully. And we we got to cut for a very quick break. So hold that okay. thought, and then we'll cover the last step as well. Don't lose your don't lose your thinking. <laughs> before you before we were chatting a bit about these five secrets so far, we'll get the last one after the break. I'm your host Elise Cortez. We're on the air with Tanya Waring, who is a top infomercial host, QVC guest, and has sold over fifty million dollars on TV. She's the best selling author of The Power of Manifesting, and is the founder of Manifesting Mind mindset and teaches executives, entrepreneurs, and everyday people how to get what they want in business and life using her proprietary manifesting process. She joins us today from Prosper, Texas. After the break, we'll get that last secret and her example, plus more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. Our nation's educational system is undergoing constant change as technology and society are redefining the system as we have known it. On Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton, we provide parents with the resources they need to understand and become a part of the educational experience for their children. Through engaging guests, news, interactive discussions, and innovative ideas, it's everything that parents should know about school. Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you are looking for your own personal journey of peace and balance while living and thriving in our sophisticated world, tune in to A Voice of Reason with Kathy Horton and Sherry Petro-Serdell. The show is one part spirituality and one part psychology. We have so many opportunities for growth in the challenging times we face today. On this program, we discover the resources and scientific breakthroughs to master the challenges and find success. Listen every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us, and welcome back to Working on Purpose. If you're just tuning in, my guest is Tanya Waring, who is a top infomercial host, QVC guest, and has sold over $50 million on TV. She is the best-selling author of The Power of Manifesting and is the founder of The Manifesting Mindset and teaches executives, entrepreneurs, and everyday people how to get what they want in business and life using a proprietary mind 
a manifesting process. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. So, Tanya, just before the break, I had to I had to stop us because you were in this beautiful. You were about to talk about an example from Secret Number Five, which is received to overflowing. Will you first go back and just say a little bit about what what it was that you were talking about, and in terms of that that particular secret, and then give us the example you were going to share with us. Absolutely. So, in the example of the client who. Uh, his brother had offered him $400,000 for the investment money that he was considering taking, but he really wanted the money to come from a bank. When he said yes to that, what he discovered is that his brother really wanted to invest that 400000 because he wanted a greater return so he could send his grandchildren to college. And that was vitally important and meant so much to my client that when he found out that's what his brother really wanted to use the investment for, he was thrilled. And that's what happens when we're willing to receive, the universe will make everything else right for everyone else. So open up, be willing to receive and turn on that spigot. You'll be delighted and it gives everybody else around you permission to do the same. Beautiful. And one of the other things that I think I got from what you said, I want to ask you about this, Tanya, because I think our listeners might really benefit if they get this, is what I got is that when you when you received overflowing, you, you're at, you've asked for something, and then something comes your way, it doesn't quite look like what you were expecting, what you think you asked for. And so you think, oh, I didn't get what I wanted. I, it, I missed it, or you know, the universe didn't give it to me. Somehow, it's, it's what I heard you say is that we've got to be open enough to be able to see that it is what we asked for. It's just a slightly different package it's not quite you know what maybe what we expected but it is what we asked for is that what you were saying absolutely. or something along those lines okay yeah okay absolutely and you know if you if you want it to be perfectly what you're asking for that takes us into the secret number six so okay go ahead secret number six is celebrate your success as we are st- beginning to manifest, success breeds success. So the more we can declare what we're doing and receiving a success, the more we're going to have that. So let's say that you're dating someone and 80% looks great. Well, most of the time when we go on that date, we start focusing on the 20% of what we don't want, right? Right. So if we start to focus on the 80%, oh my gosh, I loved his dark curly hair. Oh, he smelled good. Oh, she's, she's intelligent. Oh, you know, all those things that we really appreciate about that person that we're with. The next time we'll manifest that 80% plus the rest of the 20%. If we focus on the 20% we don't want, guess what? That's what we keep bringing into our lives. So it's important to start celebrating our success every step of the way. And that's part of the receiving as well. Oh my gosh, that's just gorgeous. And I, I think also too, I, I really get what you're saying. And so part of what I, I'm getting too is that when we focus on that 80%, that's what we want, whatever wherever it is in our personal lives, our business lives, that it does, I can see how that builds on the attraction piece for more yeah. of that versus, you know, if we, we focus on the stuff that we don't want, amazingly, it, it keeps showing up to us. <laughs> that it does, that it does. And one of the best things that we can do, how I know if I ask how many of us have a to-do list, there are people all across the world raising their hand. Rather than keeping that to-do list, I keep a success list. 
when we go to sleep at night and we start looking at all the things we didn't accomplish, what we do is we create that anxiety, we wake up in that anxiety, and we are sending that signal, that energy out. When we start keeping track of what the successes were for the day, we feel good. We move into that higher vibration of joy. When we celebrate success, we move into the highest vibration of gratitude and we become grateful for all that we have and more and more and more shows up. And the receiving, the asking for, the getting clear on what we want, the inspired action, and it all becomes this musical orchestration of flow and abundance and joy in our life. And that's the importance of really celebrating our success every step of the way. You know, Tanya, last week we were on the air with Sherry Elliott Yeri talking about just that. We were talking about the power of gratitude. Now, mind you, it was a, it was a Thanksgiving show, and we, we then used that as a platform to talk about the importance of living in a state or yes. in, in an action of gratitude for all the reasons that you just mentioned. That was, wow, as if, yeah, it, it, was, it was really fun to talk with her about that. So one of the funnest things to do is if you Google, there's Jessica in front of the mirror or on YouTube, and it's this little girl who's like, I love my house. I love my family. And if we take that celebrate our success and that gratitude in front of the mirror every morning as we're before we brush our teeth and start thinking about all the things that we love, all the success that we have, everything that's going our way, how fabulous our life is. The first seven minutes of the morning will totally create your day and you become so attractive and magnetic to the universe and get clear on exactly what you want. And it is the most powerful way to start your day and to start really designing that life that you are passionate about, that you are excited to jump out of bed in the morning and you cannot wait to get started with your life's work. Mm. Okay, well, I'm totally down with that, and I can I can tell you that there have been certainly times where I'm better at that than others, and it yeah. does make an enormous difference. So to that end, Tanya, one of the things I wanted to do for our listeners, because I'm sure there are several of them going, I love this, this sounds really amazing, wow, I'm living, hoping, and wishing that this could actually happen for me. Um, I think it would be really interesting if you could do maybe a, a twofer, if you will, since we're here in the Texas state. If you could maybe share an example of somebody that you work with without giving away their identity. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Um, of maybe somebody that you work with in terms of the results that they got that were really interesting for them, transformational maybe, and and in the process of help us understand how it is that you actually work with people to do this process of manifesting. Absolutely. So. My first statement is just know within yourself that you're successful. So when I'm working with clients, what I'm really looking at is what have they, what do they have as assets? Not just financial assets, but what are the skills, gifts, and talents? And what comes to mind is an architect that I've been working with and he had coached before with people and they were wanting to fit him into the standard marketplace. Well, when I started to look at his drawings and the homes that he's created, he is magnificent as not just an architect, but an artist. And he is the modern day Frank Lloyd Wright. So as we were looking at this, we started to expand his marketplace and look bigger 
rather than trying to fit him into the average Joe uh, space of architecture, we set him in a very high profile position, almost probably quadrupled his asking price on his designs, putting it out there, revamped his website. But here's what was most important is that he started to see himself differently. For the first time, he started to live into that desire that he had created for himself when he was 10 years old. He knew he was special. His soul knew he was special. And somehow inside of his his business, he had downplayed himself. So I pride myself in working with clients and doing strategy sessions where I find their very best gold nuggets and we expand on those and we position them in the marketplace so that they can really start to see themselves and the marketplace sees them for who they are. Oh my gosh, right? So one of the things that I got out of that is that I think a lot of us, especially when we're young, we're that precious child you talked about in the mirror, Jessica, and we we get that you know life is amazing, we're amazing, and life hasn't gotten maybe the better of us with disappointments or frustrations, et cetera. Um, somehow we forget that we are magnificent. And so being able to represent that is what I heard you say and live from that space. Is that yes. okay? Yes. And one other thought I have is there are nine areas of genius and most school systems are only focused on three of them. So there are so many adults who feel that they're not geniuses when they absolutely are. So it's about uncovering your genius and you definitely have genius inside of you and do everything within your power to find and discover that genius and live into it. Uh, of course, I applaud that as well. It's re- somewhat related to being my being a strengths coach. I, I'm a Gallup certified strengths finder uh, coach, so it's related to that for me. And I, I will take that all day long, Tanya. Thank you. Uh, we are so close to being out of time already on this show. There's so much more I could have asked you, but I do want to sneak in maybe two more quick questions if I can. Sure. Um, one is, I want, since this show is also focused on the world of work specifically, I'm interested in how you help leaders with this idea, leaders and organizations about applying the concept of manifesting or working with the concept of manifesting. Well, the wonderful thing about leaderships and corporations is As an individual, when we get clear on what we want, there's so much power and we move so quickly. The same happens inside of a corporate structure is to start getting everybody in alignment energetically, understanding why everybody is there. Why are they making, how can they make a bigger difference and a greater difference that really inspires them to take action and to receive the benefits and be that gift? So when we can do that collectively within a group, it's it's exponential, the um, effect that it has. I'm envisioning this huge ripple that starts as like a ripple in a pond and then glides crescendos into, you know, the crashing waves on a peach. That's how I envision what you just said there. Yes. And it's about getting our mindset in the right place because we can take action, but when we take action aligned with getting clear on exactly what we want, that is where the power comes in. And will is what turns your thought into that powerful reality that we then create. Mm. 
Beautiful, Tanya. So, last thing, I just want to give you a chance, if you, if you, if you will, to to leave our listeners with anything that you'd like them to get. What what, what you'd like them to walk away with, in a, maybe a, about a minute or so, if you would. Well, the number one thing that I want to leave everybody with is that we have everything within ourselves to to live our purpose, to really create what it is that we want. So, when you pay attention to your burning desires. And you just have this gnawing at you to do a particular thing, follow that. And know without a doubt that you would not have that desire unless you had everything within you to fulfill it. And that desire is as unique on the planet as your thumbprint. So it's up to you to fulfill it. Really fast, really quick. We have just a smidge more time for those people out there who say, yeah, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what my purpose is. What would you say to them? In about 20 seconds. What I would say is start writing. Really ask yourself, what would I do if I had everything I ever wanted? And start writing about that every day, every moment, every three hours. Just start questioning and it will show itself. Beautiful, Tanya. I am so grateful, coming off the heels of Thanksgiving, that you are on the show. It has been an absolute delight to hear you and to be with you. Thank you for joining me as a guest. Thank you so much, Elisa. It really is my privilege to be here today. I'm grateful. (laughs) Me too. If you want to learn more about Tanya Waring, her work teaching executives, entrepreneurs, and everyday people about how to get what they want in business and life using a proprietary manifesting mindset, or her book, The Power of Manifesting, visit her website. It's just tanyawaring.com. That's T-O-N-J-A-W-A-R-I-N-G.com. I'll see you next week when we have another guest talking about just how it is we can incorporate working on purpose. See you then. Remember that work is one third of our life, so let's work on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this week's program. Be sure to tune in to Working on Purpose featuring your host, Elise Cortez, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, find your life's purpose at work.